It's the Saturday morning sneak peek. It's the ABC Saturday preview special. The CBS Saturday morning preview special. The NBC Saturday morning preview review. Starring Jimmy Osmond, Johnny Whitaker, and the world of Sid and Marty Croft. So when I was a boy, like my favorite thing ever was Friday nights before the Saturday morning cartoons would premiere because they always had the Saturday previews, right, for all the cartoons and um, got me really excited as a kid. So I was like, what would be better? Nothing could be better than having a world gone good preview for season two. And I thought to myself, what a genius idea. And who should come and join me for the preview? Someone I know who loves Saturday morning previews as much as I love them. My best friend since I was 14, 15, I think. And she's here right now. Go ahead, best friend. Introduce yourself. Hi, I'm Lisa. I'm from Tampa. And I have put up, I mean, known Steve for a long time. You know, I call you Steven. I, I love that right now. It took everything in you not to say Steven. There, like there was a stressed way of going, Steve. <laughs> Does anybody even call you Steven anymore except for high school people and maybe your mom? My sister, my brother. That's it. You know, I think I'm just going to go back to calling you Steven, my, my normal, so then I can be comfortable. Okay, be comfortable. Now, here's a crazy question about a Saturday morning preview. When I wrote you a text saying, I've got this harebrained, amazing scheme idea. Mm-hmm. You had me at harebrained. Well, <laughs> but what was your response when I said about a Saturday morning preview? I was like, okay, whatever it is, it's going to be fun. So I'm just, I'm just going to go for it. But more specifically, you didn't know what a Saturday morning preview was. Well, I wondered if if I knew what it was. You know, I kind of guessed in my mind, but apparently not until you sent me those clips this morning. And now I'm going to quit my job and <laughs> dig up every single one of those episodes because you can't look away. And they were really controversial because one of them stars Scott Baio on CBS <laughs> when he was on Happy Days on ABC. I'm like, how did they get away with that? Unbelievable. I know. So much crossover. Not as much fighting in those days, I guess. So we are here doing a preview, but before we get to the actual preview part, you are and have been in my life for a very long time. So I want to just take a minute or two here and just have everyone get to know us together. And and you'll all see why uh, in just a few minutes here later on, but hopefully any of that just made sense. Lisa, how did we, how did we first meet? I, you know, I can't remember specifically other than it had to be through drama club. I mean, I remember when we clicked for sure, but I know it was just, it was through drama club in high school. Now, listen, over the years, you've supported me in so many things and you were probably one of two or three of my most vocal friend fans of World Gone Good. So how did you first hear about World Gone? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I fucking texted you. Fucking listen to this. Okay. But what, what, what is it about World Gone Good for you that? Like, why do you like it? Or why don't you like it? Or what is it about it that you that you enjoy? Okay, I love it. And and honestly, it has nothing to do with you. Oh, um, right. No, I'm just kidding. No, I mean, 
Yes, of course I enjoy. You are a fantastic host. Um, I just I love the the uh, the variety of people that you choose to speak with, and what's cool for me is it can be something I have n- I've never done or I've never heard of, and all of a sudden it's like I have this interest, like I want to know more. Or, oh, I could do that. That's not that hard. And that'll help the world or whatever. I just, there is, there's so much good. And you just don't even know until you're exposed to different things. And, you know, like, what did I know about beekeepers until last year? And, you know, it's just, uh, I, I like to learn stuff in general. And, um, you know, it's fun. It's fun. Well, speaking of that, this is our World Gone Good Season two preview, 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 preview. And um, uh, I don't really, I should have come up with a better name for it. But listen, we're going to roll some clips from our upcoming guests. We have an amazing group of four starting us out uh, in just a week. So our first guest preview that I wanted to give you guys a little sneak peek of is Kate Hanley from How to Be a Better Person. This all started because something in you needed to express the importance of what for you? Being a better person, living in a better world, spreading good. What what was it? What what was the spark? The pile of kindling that caught fire was that I have a background in yoga and meditation. I have been practicing since 1995, and I have written several books on stressing less. I have a book called Stress Less. My first book was called The Anywhere Anytime Chill Guide. And it was all me trying to help people realize that they have some tools that will help them calm down and just like come back to some level of feeling okay about things. Even if they didn't feel like yoga was for them, or if they felt too ADD or too inflexible or too whatever, I just wanted to be able to to show people like, hey, you could take three breaths while resting your hand on your stomach and you are going to feel so different afterwards. I'm doing that right now. (laughs) Oh my God, I'm going to do it too. (laughs) And so what I finally figured out is that it's not like reducing stress is not the goal. Reducing stress is the means to the end of then being able to be your best self, uh, to do the things that matter to you, to speak up when you needs to, when you feel like you need to speak up about something, or to go try and make some kind of a difference that you perceive needs to be made. And so, I had written these three books on stress relief, and it was then the spark was a poll from Marist University that came out in December 2016. So that was right after the presidential election. The country felt so divided. Uh, People felt very upset on both sides of the aisle about what is happening in the world and in our country. And for the first time ever, this poll found that the most popular New Year's resolution was not quit smoking, not lose weight, not fix something that's wrong. It was be a better person. And I thought, oh my goodness. Here's something that gives me hope in this moment when I feel like there is no hope is that people are realizing that we all can't just get, you know, so involved in our own dramas and the rest of the world can go hang. You know, we all kind of realize that we have to be part of the solution and I want to help. Do you consider yourself a better person, Lisa? A good person? Like what kind of person do you consider yourself to be? Do you feel I have to work on anything? I always feel I have to work on everything. I do think I'm a good person, but I feel like I always, 
I do always have to work on things. Um, my, my word that always keeps coming back in my life is balance. I even picked that word from like a pile of words one time. And I'm like, why does this word keep coming back to my life? It's just a message. Um, you know, it's like, I'm going too fast. I don't slow down or I do too much of this and not enough of this. And it's just, it's just trying to find, find balance. It's an ever, I feel like I'm chasing it forever. Well, I think you're going to love my talk with Kate. She's amazing. And I, I really like, I really love her podcast as well, which we'll tell you all about in a week, which you'll hear. Um, really cool. And it's uh, Kate Hanley, How to Be a Better Person. That's our season premiere episode, which is followed a week later on November 10th by something I have wanted to do forever, which is start composting. And we're doing a whole show called The Good of Composting with my friend, Michelle Yan. Here is a sneak peek. Michelle, I'm going to go super wide. Here's the first question. What is good about composting? Oh, my God. There's so many benefits of compost, but for me, it helps pull the C2 out of the atmosphere. That's my number one is sequestering carbon from the atmosphere with compost, Steve. And I've been talking about compost for 30 years. If you were my wedding, you got a rain stick and a book on backyard composting. (laughs) Wait, this is what I wanted to ask. Where did this love of composting start? Right. We learned about it in science class in fourth grade. What the hell happened to everyone? When I moved to Hollywood in the mid-80s, I was composting. Next to my trash can was a little patch of dirt. And that was my first compost pile, 1986. And did you know, did you know how to do it? There was nothing to do. You throw a banana peel, you cover it with some brown. That's your greens, that's your browns. You don't have to get all scientific. It's browns and greens, the nitrogen and carbon. But the, 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 the greens are considered your fruits and vegetables, your grass clippings, your yard trimmings. And then you add your browns and that's your wood mulch or your straw. And I like to do my browns like six to one. But when I lived in Silver Lake, I had a mulcher chipper shredder. And so I take all my leaves and sticks and I make beautiful mulch. And then I'd add my compost and it was happening so fast for parties. I used to go out and impress people with my piles and I'd stick in that, that composting, that pitchfork and I pull it back and steam would rise up out of my compost. It was so hot because I was mulching all my leaves and stuff. But even now, I don't have a mulcher. I just I just make piles everywhere. I'm called the pile lady in my neighborhood. Okay, so Lisa, I have a composter. I got one. Do you have a composter? I do not. But after hearing her voice, she is so excited. I'm like, I need to do this. And I really honestly am very interested. She said she started with a little pile. I can start with a little <laughs> pile. So... <laughs> I, I need to know, okay, what's involved? What do I need to do? And um, and I'm really interested in learning what the benefits are. Because again, I love, you know, I love that you can do things that are easy and they help the world, like recycling, you know, that's like a big thing for me. I don't understand why people don't recycle. It's easy. It's free. Just do it. <laughs> it helps, you know. It's so amazing too with the composting because we've been doing it now for like mm, three weeks and the amount of garbage we're throwing out is like two thirds less. Like Jim pointed this out. He's like, have you realized we have barely filled up the regular garbage because everything goes in the composter. So I can't wait for all of you to hear this amazing show on November 10th about the good of composting. Moving on to the week after that, this is such a great question that I think we all, well, many of us spend our lives thinking, what is my purpose? And the team from Project 100, international team, I'll tell you about that in a second. Take a listen to this clip that's coming up right now. 
when we started the project and did some experiments, we came to an, uh, an ambitious goal of helping 100 people within 12 months to discover their purpose. And uh, that was called Project 100. So 100 stands for 100 people having discovered their uh, purpose within 12 months' time. I think we define as a group our, I would say, success based on our targets. I mean, originally we said we want to touch 100 people. Now, it's not that if we would have hit 80, we would have said we are a failure. <laughs> um, it's more like we need a goal to strive towards, an ambition to grow, something to drive us. Otherwise, not, not, not as much as to drive success, but mostly because otherwise there's too many things that we could do. Yeah, I, I certainly do think that it's better to, to know if someone is happy by what they are doing or what they are accomplishing. Actually, I personally believe that we should be um, integrating all of those uh, phases or activities into our lives. Uh, I mean, seamlessly, seamlessly. And uh, I really like the idea of waking up thinking, hey, I'm going to do this thing that I like, that is also making me profit, that it's also helping the world, and it's also leading me to my next activity or my next uh, job, because uh, we live in a world that it's changing constantly. and we cannot uh, stick around with doing the same thing all uh, the, for many many years like uh, it used to be so yeah that that question of are you happy are you uh, evolving yourself while you are doing what you are doing is something that i i really interested by so one of the coolest things lisa about the conversation i had with these three people is that yaron was in uh netherlands valentina is in Switzerland. She also has the greatest name ever. Her name is Valentina Coco. That's the greatest name ever. And then uh, <laughs> the third guy, a uh, third person, Daniel Herrera, is in Mexico. We hooked up the United States, Mexico, Switzerland, and Netherlands. We found a time. We all showed up and we recorded at the same time. And it's like, it blows my mind that we can do this shit. Oh, yeah. It, it's amazing. It, you know, the stuff that they used to talk about at Disney World. One day you'll be able to talk to people across the world, you know, and see their faces. And it would be like in this huge TV. <laughs> that was like crazy. And it's like now it's like nothing on your phone. You could talk to anybody. You can. It's awesome. Daniel talks about waking up every morning excited of your purpose. Do you wake up every morning excited about your purpose? You know, I, I think about what my purpose is sometimes. Some, you know, in general, I feel like my purpose is to you know, spread love, be a good person. And then personally, in the last few years, since my dad passed away, I've really felt like my purpose is to watch out for my niece, watch out for my sister, watch out for my mom. I kind of feel like the matriarch, even though I'm not the oldest. I feel like it's my job to take care of everybody, you know, and, and pick up where my dad left off. That's something I totally understand. I still am figuring out my purpose. I'm not going to lie. I think so many people think, you know, oh my God, you're, you know, you got it together. You know, we just assume that and it's like of anyone, right? Or maybe some people we don't, but uh, maybe I'm making a wicked generalization, but I am still working on my purpose and I, um, I'm kind of using this podcast to figure it out. So thank you everyone for letting me therapize <laughs> through the podcast. I hope you enjoy the show. It's a really interesting one. And we have a really unique conversation again with, you know, people from all over the world with different perspectives. And I love it. 
The week after that, it's the day before Thanksgiving, and I invited on one of my longest, I think my the first person I met in Los Angeles, my friend Crystal Carson, joins us to talk about something. Well, listen to this clip, and then I'm going to tell you what we're going to be talking about. In that moment, after I finally sat down and started to breathe again, I thought, oh my God, I don't even have a year to live at best. So, and it's a Friday night. So, I mean, I tried to reach people immediately, but I couldn't reach a doctor. I couldn't reach anybody until Monday. So I live with this for the whole freaking weekend. And I really lined up like what matters to me. So I started um, picking out presents for my daughter's 21st birthday because I wouldn't be there. I started writing cards, you know, for future birthdays, like um, I only got up to 25 because it was like, this can't be right. <laughs> um, but I started, um, I wrote a letter to my mother, um, uh, to my sister and brothers, uh, sisters and brothers, and thought about, should I, you know, care that it's a pandemic? Should Peter and I go do something, go, go to Cabo, you know, do I want to go? And then I stopped looking at the future and started thinking, what did I not do? Like, how was my life going? Can I die now and be okay with it? So the topic of Crystal's conversation with me is get ready to cringe everyone. What's good about cancer? (laughs) And She's amazing because she has stage three breast cancer. Um, She thought she had a worse kind of cancer. There was a mix-up. She's going to tell you that story. But she is one of the most present people, and it's really a magical, magical conversation. And I chose it for the day before Thanksgiving because I'm so thankful to have her in my life. Um, And I think you'll all be thankful to hear what she has to say as well. So that is our... Special, super duper, world gone good preview special, just to give you a little taste of everything. But we have one more piece of information, one more shocking good development to share. Lisa, let it roll. What is it? Oh my gosh, this is so exciting. I would exciting. love it if you made something else up like, <laughs> I'm pregnant, or <laughs> you're all <laughs> puppies. No, go ahead. No, no. Lisa, Lisa, you're ready to roll. What is it? I'm launching a competing podcast. <laughs> World gone better. Um, we are going to have a website, and that's going to make it so much easier for everybody not only to listen to back episodes, which, of course, you know, you can do on wherever you pod. See, look, didn't I just sound like a podcaster just then? Amazing. Well, what's cool is now we're going to have links. So, like, you know, where can I buy that book? Hey, where can I check out that event? As we have guests, you know, we want to put their information because we want to just keep spreading the good. So I, I'm really excited about it. I'm really excited too, because you have been making on your own websites for a while now. And I just sort of hit you up and said, hey, you want to make my website? And you were like, I'd love to make your website. <laughs> yeah. And then we agreed. What's your title? Didn't we give you, no, you, you claimed a title. You wrote it to me the other day. What is it? Oh, I don't know. I keep changing them. I have a, I have a sign in my office as manager of the, of the universe. It says general manager of the universe. But what did we decide I was? You were like, 
You know, if you would get me a plaque, then I could read it. Get me a plaque, would you please? This is really ironic that you say that because this is the person who got me a nameplate that says Stephen J. Silverman, which I still have because you told me someday you're going to be a big executive and you'll need this on the front of your desk. I still have it. It reminds me of like if I was Lou Grant. (laughs) But no, it's really awesome. This website is coming along so nicely. And I believe by the time you're listening to this, you're going to be able to just click on and find it yourself. So Lisa, where does everybody find the new website? WorldGoneGoodPodcast.com. Oh my God. However, are you going to remember? <laughs> That's just too. I know. WorldGoneGoodPodcast.com. It just flows off the tongue, doesn't it? <laughs> it sure does. <laughs> yep. So I got to tell everybody listening, and Lisa knows this too, is that, um, yeah, I was really coming up at the end of the first season of World Gone Good, and I was like, am I done? Like, have I done everything I need to do? And then I told myself, which if you would, if some of you probably have listened to, if you listen to the episode, episode number 60, which is the one right before the one year anniversary with the Black Fairy Godmother, Simone Gordon, I told myself, if I can get Simone Gordon, I'm going to keep going. And so you can thank her because she said yes. And we're just going to keep going. We're going to just keep putting more episodes out. And we have these episodes ready to roll. And I hope you're excited for them. And I wanted you to meet Lisa because she is coming along for the journey with us on my side of things. And I am not paying her one (laughs) American dollar. Yeah. So pretty much how our whole friendship has run the entire time. You just take advantage. I I get it. It's cool. Is it indentured servant you like to (laughs) call? I don't know. I I don't know what the terms are these days, you know. But... uh, I'm really excited because I, I think this is the coolest thing that you're doing. I love listening to uh, your guests and, and getting some updates. I can't wait for more updates uh, on people as the, as the year goes on this year. We have a lot of good coming your way. I hope you'll join us this coming Wednesday as we launch Season 2 with Kate Hanley from how to be a better person the podcast and the book she's an author and um let's just get our good on and so we're gonna wrap this up lisa thank you for joining me thank you for having me this is this is fun i was nervous you know but um i think i made it (laughs) you nailed it and as i end every show until next time until we speak until then what the fuck do i say oh yeah until then be good be good (laughs) exactly